Hey everybody, welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we're going to be looking at 1 John chapter 3. And uh, and today I want to I want us to realize the overlap between knowing God's love for us and then loving each other. See, so much of John and his letter, so much of the contrast that he aims us at is recognizing that those who have experienced the love of, of Christ in turn love each other. You know, within the church, we're meant to be a, a collective, a group, a gathering of people that has a genuine love for each other. And so in 1 John chapter 3, John writes about this. He writes about Jesus and his sacrificial love for us. And then he writes about us in our sacrificial love for each other. He says that if we have the world's goods and we see our brother in need, well, the most natural thing to do would be to care for our brother with the things that we have. Now, all that leads up to the text that I want us to read together and to consider a little bit more deeply. And this text is in 1 John chapter 3, starting in verse 19. It begins with this. It says, By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before him. This, this reassuring of our hearts. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. Now, here's in context, it's just talking about how Jesus has sacrificially died for us. And so part of what's happening here is in those moments when our hearts need to be reassured, in those moments when our heart might condemn us to say, you know, I I have not perfectly loved. Maybe I'm I'm just a big mess up. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm not really even in Christ. What's, what's wrong with me? I, I should be helping people more. In those moments when our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart. In those moments, we turn our attention back to remembering the sacrificial love of Jesus, that he has atoned, that he is the propitiation for us, that he has covered our sin, that we have been made new. He is greater than our condemning hearts. His work is greater than our failure. And so in that moment, we find reassurance, not in, look how good I am, but in, look how great Christ is. Verse 21, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, if we're in those moments when we're walking in the spirit, when we're actually acting on the spirit, prompting us to serve each other, uh, we have confidence before God. We we say, God, I, I have confidence because I see you working in my life. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Now, his commandments are to love each other. He has commanded us to ask in his name, meaning we ask according to his will. So we, in fact, we have this confidence in prayer. We say, Lord, this is what I need. And we know this is your will according to your word. And so we pray in Jesus's name. This is not, I receive whatever I ask for. So I receive a vacation and I receive a new car and I receive all of the things of this world. No, this is the spiritual reception of his leading them, him working in our lives. And we have this confidence. Verse 23, and this is the commandment that we believe in the name of the son of Jesus Christ and love one another just as he commanded us. 
This is the, the two-pronged message of this text and really uh, the gospel. It's that we believe in Jesus and that we love each other. That our belief in Christ impacts our care and our concern, our love for one another. No, brother, if you, sister, if, if you trust in Christ, you should love other believers. Verse 24. Whoever keeps his commandments, believe in Christ, love each other, abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. So we say, I trust that the moment I heard and believed the truth of Jesus in his death and resurrection, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, the Spirit comes and seals us. And so now we have this confidence that God abides in us because he has promised his Spirit would live in us by faith. And we trust it's his Spirit that is transforming us, moving us to be those who love our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And so our ancient way for our modern day, it's to recognize those moments where our hearts condemn us, where we say, I don't think I'm loving the way I should. And then in that, recognize that God is greater than our hearts, that he knows everything and he has already forgiven us. And so our hope is not, I'm good enough, but rather our assurance is in Christ and his work. And then in that moment, let his spirit move us to look for ways that we can love others. Really, where this ancient way for our modern day lands, it lands in a place that is us being a, a bit self-aware and being a bit introspective and saying, Lord, how do you want me to love my brother or sister? Lord, who is it specifically in my church family, but then broader that in my neighborhood, in my community, in my school, in my workplace? But Lord, who are you calling me to love? And how have you positioned me to love them, not just with word, but with action? You know, my encouragement to you is for this ancient way for our modern day, it would be for you to prayerfully ask that of the Lord and then to do whatever it is he has called you to do. For you to say, this is how I'm going to care for this person this week. This is how I'm going to meet one of their needs. This is how I'm going to love them as as Christ and, and the spirit of God works in me and through me. Uh, this is This is an action-oriented ancient way for our modern day.